right. So um, today I invented the sound test song. And it was uh, beautiful. You should have been there. Uh, as it turns out, though, it's not very good for sound testing. <laughs> Only when I sing, though, because I'm I quiet. Quiet is what I do. That's my secret cap. I'm always loud. Oh, <laughs> uh, so those those Keanu Reeves movies, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting great. Yeah, like and pretty much universally, like with the exception of the Matrix Four that they didn't make. I I'm not even familiar, so you know, like I know of it. Yeah, you know they announced it and like well, it was like a script and like I think they spent like a bunch of money and then they just didn't make the movie. Oh yeah, like it was weird. That's so familiar. Yeah. That's so much like the third Golden Sun game. Yep. Or like the Avatar movie. Ooh. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like some interesting casting happens, but then it just never happened. So sad. Oh, the things we never get in bossing say. I guess, you know, <laughs> I guess that just happens. Yep. No, like, honestly, like I give I give the Matrix four some shit it it would have been an okay movie had it not been a matrix movie <laughs> a decent movie but not the matrix tier yeah gotcha y- yeah i i don't know it was just that's one of those things like i i have like i have like this moral compass that will not allow me to write fan fiction because all fan fiction is smut <laughs> gotcha so so like okay so what you're saying is i need to add some smut into my uh my au fan fiction of our uh last D campaign so <laughs> alvin was your character so i think the argument can, argument can be made that since it was your character it's not fan fiction like as you are one of the prime original sources so, therefore, it does not automatically become smut. So, canon AU. So, yeah, like, like in the sense that somebody wrote the Fantastic Four and then they rebooted in a new universe. It's st- still the Fantastic Four. So, as long as I consult the other players on what their characters would do... And you on the world itself, then it's canon AU. Yes. Sort of. So I can add smut and it's canon. You cannot because canonically there are no genitals. Um. <laughs> that never stopped us from making sex jokes. You know I will find a way around that. All the smut is just Alvin finding old scrolls from before the gods got angry. It's just Alvarin and my second character, Lethin. That, okay. Wait a second. So. BRB, I'm going to go write that. Oh, no. (laughs) So, in in my time on the internet, I I have encountered the uh, uh, idea that at least all, like, everything that falls under the umbrella of crustacean, like, like, all... 
Like adapt like all lines of adaptation point to crab, like as the ultimate life form. So like like assuming crustacean like crustaceans all just evolved into their perfect selves, suddenly they would all just become crabs. Huh. Like I don't I don't know if that's in any way accurate. Like like I don't know that crabs are the ultimate crustacean, but I heard it on the internet uh, asserted. So I it, heard similar. And so, like, like, uh, mostly out of trans culture, but I've also seen it in a bunch of other places. So yeah, I, don't... I don't. Yeah, no, not a clue. Uh, but my my assertion is very similar in that uh, all fanfic eventually evolves into smut. I mean, that's <laughs> that's probably true. But uh, yeah, no. I, 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 I'm morally against writing fan fiction uh, for this reason. Uh, however, I'm 90% certain that I could have, you know, produced a better script for, for The Matrix 4 than, you know, what was created. <laughs> Love that full circle. Uh, and, you know, look, it's, uh, that's me. I'm Captain Full Circle. I bring it all back to where it started. That's my secret, Cap. I'm always a circle? a circle okay suddenly this is sesame street one circle ha 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 it's the avengers but geometry hmm i feel like you and most of our half dozen listeners are probably much less into that prospect than i am you know you know so okay, so when when you were a kid, did you ever play any of the Jumpstart games on like I did not. PC? So I didn't even. So I had Galaxy of Games Volume Three. Right. I had Lego Island. Okay. I had Galaga Destination Earth. Nice. And then. Other than that, I didn't attempt any kind of PC gaming or really even know what it was mm -hmm. until I tried to play RuneScape in high school. Ah, gotcha. On the shittiest <laughs> dial-up connection that oh, anyone no. has ever had because we lived... So the joke's about living out in the sticks, you turn off the paved road. Mm-hmm. Then you turn off of that road, and that's where we lived. I got you. So what I'm hearing is, is your character might still be moving in RuneScape, <laughs> just due to lag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> come on. What's what's the what's the technical term? Latency. Ding. Oh yeah. Yep. So uh, <coughs> if if you're not familiar. Educational games in like the '90s slash early 2000s. Uh, oh, I had Mavis Bacon. Okay. Uh, they took on the disguise of various types of, of adventure games, and honestly, they were pretty legit. But like, I could totally see like, like an event, like a superhero themed geometry game. You know, like, I might even play that. <laughs> I say as I don't play bloody anything. 
<laughs> I would want to play that. How about that? I do remember in middle school, we had this program. I can't remember what it's called, but it was like tricking you into thinking that math was fun. Ah. And you like clicked on your lesson. Mm -hmm. And it started out where you had to build a little rocket ship, Mm -hmm. a little car. Right. And you like picked a, a base model and you picked your wheels and you picked if you wanted a spoiler or not. And I don't remember the rocket ship one. And it would, you would go through and you would solve the problems. And if you got them right, it would do this, this funny little zoomy shit. Nice. So I had one that. That's how you trick an ADHD bitch into doing math in the fifth grade. (laughs) Right. I had, I had one that was also like vehicle based but like there were robots or maybe they were monkeys i don't know you, you threw bananas at them and like you ran around collecting parts and like you had to like find like a good gear differential and the right size wheels and the right shaped body and like you were trying to build a car to outrace this mad scientist huh. dude and then like well, that sounds like actually fun and not remotely related <laughs> to this other thing. Like, I mean... Like it, when you started describing it, I was like, that sounds like same song, different genre. No. <laughs> so, it was... Uh, I mean, it was it was trying to teach you about physics, like aerodynamics and, like, radius... And and how like gears worked and and so on, but um, but it was much more fun than uh some other games uh of, of similar sorts achieved being, so uh, I don't know I so I, I actually recently <laughs> went and found like all the old all the because it's like abandonware now like nobody you know like, like the developers don't care anymore. <clears throat> So they're pretty easily available on like some like abandoned wear sites and stuff. And I went and like downloaded all of them. <laughs> uh, I say recently, it's probably been a year Good. ago now. But, but, I yeah. love that. Um, yeah, eventually, eventually me and Amy are going to play through them one day when we're done with One Piece. So in six more years. Nah, not them. So, okay. So I love my wife very deeply. I started over from episode 986. Take notes, boomers. That's how you show your spouse love. (laughs) The the anime should finish before six years is up. And by lordy, I will watch the last episode the moment it comes out. I have been at this for over 20 years. There's there is no way. There is no way that I am I am not watching the last episode the instant it premieres. I uh, I'm not even above like I said I wouldn't. Well, I started to say I'm not above flying my 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 butt to Japan to watch it even like like even more immediately. But I don't uh, I don't I don't I don't think they got those good subtitles. <laughs> so they you've might, got... but I doubt it. <laughs> 
So that just means you've got until the show finishes to learn Japanese. I don't see the problem. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I do have like a like a 160 something day streak on Duolingo at the moment. So oh shit. Not not to brag or anything. <clears throat> That's badass. It's uh you know <clears throat> one day guys one day it's, it's all gonna end and then what am I gonna watch I don't know you'll be free that sounds awful <laughs> <laughs> so like that is like a weird thing with um you could actually start on like the list. You know, I could. I could maybe finish Fairy Tale finally. Oh shit! <laughs> you know, it is it is sort of weird. Like, like at least my end. Well, I th- I think I'm actually in the upper end of the millennial like generation. But like, it seems like you're a couple years younger than me, right? And I'm like solid middle. Okay, so, okay, then maybe I'm on the downward end. Maybe that's the thing. I don't. Anyway, I'm I'm in the millennial generation. Um, and that gener most of that generation and basically every generation since the more freedom slash options you give them, the less things they seem to be capable of doing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like, like, okay, we... Freedom is bad, according to the younger generation. Like, okay, but seriously, between ADHD and anxiety and being a fucking millennial, like, we joke about my decision paralysis. It's not a joke. No, it, it's, it is very real. It is very real. Like... I have tried to start making more decisions around you and Amy because y'all have so much to deal with that just to try to like decisions that don't really matter. Right. Just to try to take that off of your desks. I'm still not good at it. And I can't do it for anyone else. <laughs> Just gotta, just gotta roll that d6. I just need to start carrying a d6 with me everywhere. DM says you're gonna die. Roll, roll a, a d6. d6. Man. So if you've never looked up that song uh, and listened to it, do pa- it. Pause this podcast episode and go listen to it right now. It's important. Our struggle against the colossal forces of oppression can wait. <laughs> Man. Good. Welcome back. Yeah, you did it. Aren't you enlightened now? Like, so, like, that one dude totally, totally wanted to be David Tennant when he grew up. Just saying. Like, you know the one with the hair. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I'm not even going to start on David Tennant. So... I he's a man and that's all I have to say about that he's got that good hair so I'll be honest I've always meant to like 
watch Broadchurch and like like everything he touches is just like a career a career defining role um because he's just he's a, he's a good actor and I, I keep meaning to like go watch some of like his other major stuff and then i just never do <laughs> it's just it's just doctor who i mean this is that's all and that's all i'll ever apparently know david Tennant from um which is fine which is fine um speaking of doctor who there's gonna be a doctor who magic the gathering set soon um i'm suspicious i mean there's not going to be a one-of-one serialized tardis that's probably for the best yeah speaking of the one the one ring no uh serialized david Tennant's hair man you know what if there was (laughs) i mean you know uh, it probably st- it probably wouldn't be a million dollars still, but um, it'd be five. Oh no, I mean it's good hair. It's really good hair. It's David Tennant's hair. Yeah. Look, once upon a time, I thought that I was a straight man. <laughs> Lol. When I believed this shit, I would have paid money to kiss David Tennant on the mouth. <laughs> And John Barrowman did it for free. John Barrowman did it for free. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Life's weird like that. You know, you'll have that. Yep. That was uh that was one of those days that broke the internet. Just a little. The internet can be broken for one day. <laughs> but no, nah, so the one the one ring was found, um, officially. Uh, by you? No. Oh. Yeah. No. I'd be. Uh, I'm sorry. A little more tickled uh, if it was me. It was. It was found. Uh, it's already been graded uh, by um, the the PSA. Uh, the, gone through PSA grading. Um, the people who verify that yes, this is the card. Yeah, they're they're the ones that like this card's legit. This is like what condition it's in out of ten. They gotcha. put it inside like a like a hard sealed case, put their seal on it, and like make makes it all very official. Like if you've got like cool shit, like like it can increase the price of it by like a lot. Um, it's it's the difference between like you know a thousand dollar Charizard and a forty thousand dollar Charizard. Oh fuck. Uh yeah. So I like, was thinking like twenty percent, no, fifty percent for some things. Mm-mm. That's literally lot percent. Yeah, like so. Like a 30, no, like a thirty nine hundred percent markup. Yeah, Jesus. It's uh, it can it PSA grading like like if you like if you can get a perfect ten PSA grade, um, which like a ten is the card is perfect. Like there are no flaws. Like it can, it can, it can turn you some bucks. The one ring was not graded a perfect ten. Uh, so say more right. Now. <laughs> it was a nine. It was a not like it was still very good, but it was not perfect. Okay. The most glorious, expensive, and hyped chase card in history was not perfect. What? Ha- so what happened unknown um i don't i don't know the details of what exactly 
you know what blemish they found the um so wizards quality control has been called into question um as of late uh and the set did like i opened a few cards that did have some like some spots where you could see where like it had been like the wheel had processed them through or whatever um so I, you know, I don't know if it was something like that. Like I don't I don't know what the deal was. But anyway, like I can't believe that they 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 only had one card to get perfect and they failed. <laughs> Which it could in legit it could have been like damaged during shipping or something, you know, like the dude who opened it could have dropped it. Uh you know, from like excitement or something, or sneezed on it, like I don't know, fumbled it in some way. Yeah, just. I mean, if it's in a pack, like the card in front of it could have just scuffed it a little. Yeah, like there's a lot of things that could have happened. Um, but uh, anyway. Well, I've got the page for. The PSA grading standards pulled up, mm-hmm. but they're not playing nice on my current browser, so we're going to try a different one. Well, that's just stupid. Yeah. So a 10 is Gem Mint. Mm-hmm. Virtually perfect card. Four perfectly sharp corners, sharp focus, full original gloss, free of staining of any kind. An allowance may be made for slight printing imperfection if it doesn't impair the overall appeal. Image must be centered within a tolerance not to exceed um, 55-45% to 60-40% on the front and 75-25% on the reverse. I'm not sure what that last part means. Um... Not 100%. So, sometimes magic does... So, sometimes magic cards do come miscut. So, like, the whole last card is shifted one way or the other. And I don't know if that's what it's talking about or... PSA Mint 9. Superb condition card that exhibits only one of the following minor flaws. Very slight wax stain on the reverse. Minor... Printing imperfection or slightly off-white borders, um, and the centering tolerances are just a little more mm. relaxed. So, so the the one ring didn't have borders. Okay. Uh, so that shouldn't have been an issue. So minor printing imperfection, or very slight wax stain, or and it was a little off center. <laughs> Centered out of tolerance for gem mint. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. But the 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 thing is, it's still a two million dollar card. Like granted, it's probably gonna be taxed close to fifty percent. Uh but still. Um, you know, 
still 50% tax on that would be a million dollars. One Wait, million. Is it two million? Somebody somebody upped the offering to two million. Oh nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's sad. Well, two million. Also, if you're in the market for collector's boosters, now's the time because the bottom has dropped out of the market now that the one ring's been found. Which is kind of sad because there are other rings that are yeah. well worth their salt. And that's and that's and that's sort of the weird thing is like when I did when I did our our box openings, prices like just before that prices were setting around 350 a box. After by the time our box opening aired, they were up to about 450 a box. Now they're some are selling for a hundred a box. God. Yeah. And what were they when you started? Um, three fifty was like just before we did our box opening. They were three fifty. Okay. Um, so you know the like, the the bottoms dropped out of the market <laughs> uh, on those. Um, it's probably going to rebound a little bit. Um. Because people are eventually going to realize there's still serialized rings out there. Um, there's still, you know, the uh, surge foils. So, like, the price is probably going to rebound a little bit. But if you were prospecting on the one ring not being found and your your box is being worth $1,000 each, rip. Sorry, guys. That's rough, buddy. Yep, it's not going to happen. Uh, and it really sucks for all those people that bought, like, so some like some people were saying that they thought it was going to be seated seated into one of the collectors boosters that went into the the holiday gift bundle which doesn't launch until I think July 10th. And so pre-orders for those have been like you know at a 400% markup. And so there's a lot of people setting on horrifically overpriced holiday gift bundles now yeah like we're talking like they probably retail for like 60 day between 60 and 80 they were pre-ordering for like you know around 200 oh my god uh so yeah there were there and like the argument makes sense like in a in a gift box, it's practically guaranteed to get cracked instead of people setting on it like like you know a box could be, but uh, you know, I don't know. Every, every everybody who banked on that is not in a good way right now. Yeah, I bet they're upset, and that's fair. Yeah, like there's the argument to be had that well they chose to take that gamble. Yeah, but you know what. They're still deserving of empathy. Yeah, that's a rough situation. I mean, we all we all took a bit of a gamble, sure. uh, uh, trying to chase. Everybody who chased that one ring, uh, took a bit of a gamble. Uh, they haven't said who found it yet. That's probably good. Yeah. Uh, that person's life is in danger. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. There's there's still there's still some good stuff to be found in there though. I'm probably not gonna buy any more. I'm still trying to 
make some of the cash roll back off what I already spent. <laughs> oh, uh, bless. Um, but you know, we all we all spent we all spent some bucks chasing the one ring. Probably almost all of us lost money chasing the one ring. That's fine. I cracked a bunch of packs. It's fine. Uh, it was fun. Um, I would encourage you to keep some of the good ones, even if they'd sell pretty good. Or let me rephrase. I would encourage you to consider keeping some of those. Oh, yeah. Just because, I mean, I don't think any of them are tournament legal, but... They're commander legal. Are they commander legal? And modern. Okay. They're they're everything but standard, I think, actually. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, like, I don't know if there, if any of them... I know I saw several that at least right after right after release um they were not legal in any official format Hmm. but i mean i was looking mostly at the mythics right but uh just like i'm not gonna tell you you can't (laughs) like right they're legal in games with me (laughs) yeah the... Not that I haven't, not that I've played in a while, but we've talked about that, and we should play sometime. We should, we should. So, but yeah, I'll, there is going to bring a deck other than my blue one. <laughs> you can play whatever you want. I'll bring that um, green white control. Is that better? Question mark. <laughs> it's uh, unexpected. Fair, fair. Uh, I so... built it once to teach somebody how to play Mm -hmm. and then we never got around to it sad very sad um but yes so doctor who set coming soon uh and it just occurred to me kind of coming back full circle again keanu reeves for doctor i am all kinds of into that like I'd watch that. <laughs> or if not the Doctor themselves, another Time Lord. Yeah. Okay. Like we've already established that even the Time War, Time Lock stuff is wibbly wobbly. Mm-hmm. So, fucking why not? Right. So. Fight me. <laughs> and I was just about to say something about, um, related to the Time War. So, uh, in as part of the 50th anniversary celebration we got to meet a previously unknown iteration of the doctor uh known as the war doctor um played by john hurt you know just really do what you gotta do to 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 fix all the shit um was kind of where he was at like just like the the doctor as an honest to goodness warrior um the current situation or war criminal question mark (laughs) i mean to be honest they were all war criminals at that point um very much kind of a we are in a like what could be considered a priority triple zero like universal destruction level crisis right there are bigger priorities than ethics yeah 
yeah. So and and I'll be honest, I have um I've fallen behind on Doctor Who. I I'm about halfway through Capaldi's run. Um, I have not watched any of Whitaker's run. Uh, so I don't know where the story's standing as far as the status of Gallifrey, the Time War, and the Time Lock. I've not seen the last season of Matt Smith. Mm. I've seen a handful of clips on YouTube with Capaldi, mm-hmm. but not watched any of the actual. And then I'm unfamiliar with Whitaker. So, like, I'll be honest, like, I really liked uh, Capaldi as the Doctor. The The writing for his first season, at least, uh, was a little cracked. Uh, so... Primary writer on that was Stephen Moffat, right? Yeah, which is which is which is weird because Moffat when 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 it, everything first started, like like every time you saw written by Stephen Moffat, you were like banger, like like dude dude did um um the first Weeping Angels episode, maybe all the Weeping Angels episodes, but like if you I saw- remember with the Tenth Doctor the main writer was russell t davies yes and like moffat would write in occasionally yes it was when he started being the regular writer yeah that things switched and i don't yeah. it doesn't quite make sense but like yeah he started off really strong and like i haven't i haven't even watched the stuff i'm talking about in a while so um so if y'all decide you need to crucify me um one fair two just please be gentle um, three fight me <laughs> three fight me <laughs> um fair please be gentle don't expect me to go quietly um but uh oh shit what was i oh regular writer like discussing with some friends at the time he would kind of we thought he would kind of like write himself into a corner yeah and have to come up with crazy shit to get out of it yeah which that was more excusable than like just dumb like shit that was just dumb shit to begin with like like i'm not gonna not gonna spoil anything per se there was an episode of capaldi's run where I mean, you can spoil for me. Uh, goes goes back in time, meets a group of semi mythical legendary figures. That it has been hotly debated whether or not they existed, and then w- turns out with no real explanation, they were just robots. Like, huh? Like, it was, and I don't think it even, like, explained who made them, where they came from. They were just robots, though. They were just there. Yeah, just random robots hanging out. Uh, You know, it was, I don't know, like, the the lack of, it was all very whimsical. Like, it was, it was, it just felt like a lot of whimsy and, and whatnot. Which is fine for a, a one-off, but like, I don't know, it, seemed, it felt like it became a pattern. And also eventually, like, I don't know. 
point is, is that the, the writing slipped <laughs> uh, during Apology's run. And I don't know. Maybe it finished strong. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I haven't I haven't finished Capaldi's run. I mean, and to be like launched some criticism at Moffat a minute ago, even to be completely fair there, um, you you run a show for as long as Doctor Who has been running. Yeah. Um. Even with the what ten year break from the mid nineties to two thousand five when it rebooted. I'm not sure how long the break was, but yeah, 2005 was the reboot. Um, well, it wasn't even really a reboot, like a relaunch. Yeah, like relaunch. Because, because like, it was a it, continuation. It, yeah, like it kept continuity. Yeah. Um, with Christopher Eccleston. Or maybe maybe it was originally a reboot, and then they were like, nah, it's wibbly wobbly timey wimey. It keeps continuity. Yeah. They're like, we're, we're going to make this canon. <laughs> I don't know. Regardless. Yeah. Um... You know, even to be fair to Stephen Moffat, um, you got a show running that long. You're gonna just the nature of having to raise and alter the stakes continually mm-hmm. to keep audience investment for more than half a century now. Right. That's that's a hell of a task. Yeah. And writing slipping or not that's i think that's a consideration yeah and i think i think and i think you hit on something there that's kind of a a problem across also i'm not a writer so everything i say about it um salt to taste i'm i'm a theoretical writer (laughs) like like I, I'm, I'm legitimately convinced that my ideas are the best. <laughs> I mean, obviously. However, have you met you? My ability to craft a sentence that conveys any sort of idea clearly, um, doesn't exist. <laughs> I, am, I am a, sh- I am a wonderful concept generator. I'm a shit writer. Um, so, uh. When uh when I say that I could write a better a, a better um uh matrix script, what I mean is I could shout at a script writer, and when we were done, it would be a better script. <laughs> like, like I could shout at a script. I could shout at a script writer. They could transcribe what I'm saying into a usable script, and it would be great. Um, but uh, you could record a bunch of ideas for a better script, turn it over to a script writer, they draft it, and then you yell with them over their draft until it's finished. Yes, basically. Gotcha. Like, and and boy, will I ever! I'll be like, what? This this was clearly supposed to be right here. Why was this cut? They're like, reasons. I'm like, you don't fucking cut shit. You just met. You just put my idea on paper, <laughs> and that's no. Uh, I. Uh, I'm having a thought. I've not yet fathomed into a constellation. Believe in you, I do. Well, thank you. Uh, but no. So, uh, kind of, kind of, kind of getting back to the the. Oh, yeah. So the the point you made it is actually sort of an issue across almost every like 
high profile genre um every piece of media ever yeah where like any any property that goes on long enough like like you keep raising the stakes like every season or whatever and because it has to feel bigger than the last and eventually you just get to the point where the only place you can go is just utter ridiculousness and then your series goes to the toilet because now it's just stupid unsponsored shout out to overly sarcastic productions um one of the two main presenters she goes by red she's got a little series called trope talk and she touches on that um in a couple of different episodes like never has she doesn't have an episode on stakes mm-hmm. i don't think unless i'm misremembering but like she hits on that now and again and it's great and go watch it and um red blue indigo if uh if y'all stumble across this i love you and sponsor us please sponsor us <laughs> we love you um I preach your gospel constantly. <laughs> I, uh... But I am Cassandra. I... I don't know. Like, like you see it in... Especially, like, the Marvel movies and comics. Like, like any, 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 any comic-based movie, any comic. Uh, the Fast and the Furious, uh, Doctor Who. Like, like the... The end game just keeps getting raised, and end game, yeah, end game. Uh, fucking Power Rangers. Yeah. Um. So so power so okay Power Rangers almost sort of avoided that, like like the original like MMPR to like the original Zordon era MMPR to space. Yeah. Um. They almost avoided that. The end of Turbo is where we lost Zordon. Um, the transition from Turbo into In Space. Yes. Yes. Um, the. I okay. grew up with that shit. Right. So. Like overall, like because so, and I forget how many years, but it's like it's like five seasons. No. It's like five series, and there's like a few seasons each, um, I think. Um, but, you know, like, it's very villain of the week, um, but like, like stakes build, but like, you know, once, once that set of big bads is defeated, you... The, the 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 you know the team disbands and the next threat that shows up like it's a new team mostly like tommy's still there always <laughs> no uh like tommy's still there most of the time um but it's largely a new team and like we kind of start rest from... in peace uh jason david Frank. Yeah, absolutely may the power protect you always um and you know they they basically rebuild the stakes because like you're kind of starting over but at the same and so in that way they kind of avoided like things just because it has the same name it's 
more or less it's actually like the same universe but they start over like they do um it, they, they start over in the way that i think marvel wants to start over when they reboot but they just keep making new universes and now it's kind of dumb <laughs> how many universes there are but uh red has a really good trope talk episode on the multiverse problem that you're alluding to and it is a problem uh and nobody say it's a cool feature it's just lazy ass writing <laughs> that's basically red's diagnosis see i'm not the only one i'm smart uh <laughs> she talks about places where it's done well and also that it usually isn't yep uh, Quick side note, also, Magenta, I love you, baby. So, I... Teach me more tabletop games. Um, there, there, is a, there, is, there is a couple of times, like I said, so, so it largely overall doesn't fall victim to the, to the, to the thing. But, like, within, uh, like, the, the seasons of a series, sometimes it does. Like, during the original Mighty Morphin, um... Like Lord Zed comes into the picture at the end of a season and right. just wipes the floor of the Power Rangers, like destroys their Zords, just like this big bad, you know, mother. And the next season, it's like, didn't like, weren't we in a crisis? Didn't he like wipe you, like, just like wipe your whole ass team? Like, how are we, how are we settling back into Enemy of the Week? Like, like it didn't like it was a reset, but it didn't feel like a natural reset, and it really felt like they they wound up nerfing Zed, and part of it I think was because I think it unsettled kids uh, at the time. Oh yeah, uh, I was like in kindergarten, I think, mm -hmm. when that premiered in the U.S., and like honestly, my first media horrification i don't know if that's a word but it is it's, here it is now like the first piece of media to legit horrify me mm -hmm. yep i'm like five <laughs> yeah maybe six at that point i don't remember so they but yeah so like season three they like they they dialed they dialed it back a bit um which you know it, pacified parents uh, it did lead to a lord zed nerf um this the way they handled it in story and another show that the thing i'm talking about it's been a long ass time um like seems like i remember the way they handled it in universe was like he destroys their zords like this is the end of the power rangers mm -hmm. and then zordon's like wait i have information you can go on this quest mm -hmm. and get these more powerful zords yeah so they and increase your own power in so doing yeah you get the thunder megazord they right they they hooked up with ninjor uh and popped over to some other planet uh and spent a couple of episodes there looking for the uh no this was before the ninja stuff was it? Uh-huh. Yeah, we had the um See, I, the way I the way I remembered it 
they they got their their asses whooped. They lost their their zords and their powers, and Ninjor was their way to get them back. That was that was when it happened the second time. Oh, okay. Um, the first time was when Lord Zed appears. Right. Right. And they go on some kind of. Wait, no, he doesn't destroy. Does he? Does he destroy them? Maybe I'm thinking of something else. So I'm not sure that they were completely destroyed. So there, there is an animation where their original Zords turn into like the, the, the new, the thunder Zords. Yeah. The new shit. That's the ones I'm trying to identify. Maybe was it that he took the Zords and turned them against the Rangers? There there was at least an episode, and at least maybe two episodes for that. Yeah. And like they have to reclaim them. Um and in so, yeah. so doing they like become the I don't remember exactly. But now you're 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 right. The Thunder Megazord was different. I think from the I I don't I don't the I don't Thunder remember. Megazord and the Ninja Megazord were definitely not the same thing. No, they they were not. Thunder Megazord had like a more samurai look. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, you're right. Uh, so and like our pterodactyl the... became a phoenix, and our Tyrannosaurus became a dragon. Yeah, and it had like a transformers like it turned into a man yeah and i and 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 the the whole reason and the whole reason that it that it hit me it was like that they were different was like because the the mammoth uh the the mastodon zord turns into like a unicorn i was like that's not a fucking frog mastodon (laughs) was a lion was it i don't remember Triceratops and Sabertooth Tiger become a unicorn and a griffin. There we go. And I don't remember which is which. I feel like I feel like the Triceratops is the unicorn. And I, I'm probably just saying that because they both have horns. <laughs> I mean um, there's like a a theme of like these transformations make some kind of sense. Yeah. So that makes as much sense to me as anything else. I mean, yeah, who knows? Um but yeah. Uh so there like there 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 was though there was some some parts of, of Power Rangers that did, didn't feel like a natural reset. But but still large, like still fared far better than most most properties. Um but no, they have been able to subvert the stakes problems yeah yep and better than lots of properties absolutely uh looking at you fast and the furious everything from the fast and the furious to the to the fucking simpsons man uh so walking walking way way back now though uh keanu reeves four time lord 2023 uh yeah so I'm, I'm here for that i don't i don't know what the current state of 
things are in in the series what what the status on gallifrey and the time war is uh all i'm saying is if we go if we go back to the time war like if we like the series visits the time war all i'm saying is John Wick would make an excellent second war doctor. Oh, no. <laughs> I once saw him kill three Daleks in a bar with a fucking pencil. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's all I'm gonna say about it. Y'all uh, can't see me, but I am fanning myself. Um but yeah, no, I would. I would. I'm, I'm here for it. I would watch. I would watch Keanu Reeves slash John Wick as the War Doctor. I'd watch Keanu Reeves as the Doctor regardless, but John Wick would make a bang up War Doctor. I'd watch Keanu Reeves in basically anything. Yeah, no, that was the end of my sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So I have never seen any of the Bill and Ted movies, and that is a tragedy. That is a war crime. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so we should we should do that sometime as like a watch along thing. I'm here for it. Uh, but yeah, so we are we're we're at the end of our time again. Sadly, you know, it'd be like that. It it do. Studies have shown. Studies have shown. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming. Thank uh, you thank, for having me. Thank both of my dogs for being bloody awful this entire time. Uh, they actually weren't always that bad. But they're so cute. Uh, big shout out to you guys that made it to the end of the episode. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, we love you. Yep. Uh, come back again next week. And... Until then, peace. Take it easy.